All right, going to start the show now. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 94. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And you know the problem with getting up really early is sometimes you put your underwear on backwards, and you don't realize this until every time you go to the bathroom all day long, and then you forget about it again for a while. Did you have to drop your pants like a kid in preschool? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real problem when you're in the bathroom and the CEO walks in at that moment. Mommy, help! (laughs) Hi, boss! (laughs) I need an adult. <laughs> he goes running back out of the room. He's like, Bigfoot is in the restroom, pig! <laughs> I get that a lot. I don't want to know. <laughs> so, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a bit. We're, uh, we have a few things going on uh, here oh, and there. I, I got to start out. Michelle, I did actually mail your stickers today. Ooh, Wow. So wow! So and she got the last two. Really? We're, we're we are out of stickers. plum out. We are plum out. I want patches. I really, really want patches so that I can have like the wheel nerds patch, like on the on the shoulder of my jackets. Uh-huh. I think that would be badass. That would be cool. I was thinking I'm going to call the sticker people again because mm-hmm. they've kind of added some stuff to their product offerings. Yeah, like reflective. Ooh, retroreflective owner stickers would be cool too. Yeah. So whatever stickers we get next, I promise to sell Michelle a couple to Mm -hmm. make up for the three, four months she's had to wait. Excellent customer service. (laughs) Here at Wheelman. We're all about customer service here at (laughs) Wheelman. I even wrote her an email like, I'm really sorry. Did did you get these? (laughs) Did I send the, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I I think I'm still drunk. (laughs) I'm, bad at this <laughs> and they totally weren't at the bottom of a suitcase covered with dirty underwear enjoy those stickers michelle <laughs> uh what we got well uh, we got to start this week i want to talk about my friend rob okay who's who's going to the uh the expo in orlando the oh the aim expo the aim expo yeah he's going with suzuki he uh i asked him what he does for suzuki does he ride or mechanic or stuff he fixes all the bikes for Mm -hmm. the riding school Mm -hmm. and uh he's like no 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 i'm a i'm a what did he say he's a product ambassador a what yeah he like he you know he uh goes places and gets people psyched up about the products and tells them about it at trade shows and stuff like that and gives them pamphlets and things So, so he stands at a booth yeah, yeah, like at a booth, you know? Talking to people who walk by? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, talking about the products in the booth. There's a shorter term for that. Yeah, I asked him the same thing. I said, Rob, are you a booth, babe? And he said? I never thought of it that way, but now I'm going to use that on my resume. <laughs> Rob, it should be noted, is a kind of crusty 50-something guy. Booth, babe. He could go with booth bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what Did he say what he was going to wear? <laughs> no, and I'm, I, ah, uh, ow, ah. Uh. Oh, hey, hey, we got Bigfoot advertising for Suzuki at the back. Those brain cells just committed suicide in self defense. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, big, come take pictures with Suzuki's Bigfoot. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the Honda booth, they're making tea. Well, they, they are Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. There's, there's some, there's what some are they doing? serious stereotyping going on here. Uh huh. They're hooking a bike up to a giant teapot. What? A giant novelty teapot with a Repsol edition, you know, what the hell ever. Uh huh. CBRRR attached to it and they're using that to power it to make tea. 
<laughs> to, to prove what? They're Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and even the Japanese are not immune to the uniquely American thing of large things by the side of the road. I think that's the real lesson here. So there's a, well, okay. Yep. That's a... Giant teapot. Mm-hmm. Giant teapot. Giant teapot. I, I guess it's better than a giant used underwear dispenser. Uh, that is true. That's around behind the teapot. <laughs> no. And the president of Honda has a special key that he can just go, meep, and just dispenses a pair. <laughs> oh, good vintage. And then there's another machine next to it that just dispenses raw fish and they eat them like corn on the cob. Ew. Yeah. Oh, They're Japanese. Oh, nah. <laughs> you know, I usually, I know we usually save the, the, the mail for the end. Okay. But no, I think you need to pick these. We got more, more, more mail. mail. Uh-huh. Oh, we got postcards. We got postcards. This one says, Alksagrat Skrat Lekliakra. I don't actually know what that means. Look at the, the postmark. From Purite Klasbrev from Sverij. Sverij. I don't even know where that is. Stockholm. Okay. Sweden. Yeah. Dear Wheel Nerds, I love your show, and I must say, I am Team Chuck all the way. Sincerely, Inga. Well. Inga from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And then here's one from Vegas. Ooh, and it has sparkly bits on it. That's yeah. that's enhancing the experience for uh-huh, me uh-huh, already. Uh-huh. This feels Vegasy. Yes, please go on. Postmark is uh, uh, indeed from... Postmark is, looks like Vegas. Yeah, okay. Right, it says, uh, Dear Wheel Nerds, we love Chuck. Go Team Chuck. Love all the hookers in Vegas. All of them. Well, I, I, you know, I support single moms. <laughs> I, I've heard that about you. I'm, I'm just going to put this over here in, in the Chuck uh-huh. pile of mail. In the, in the pile of Chuck love? Yep. Okay. Right. <clears throat> now it's three things high. How, how, how tall is your pile? Oh, well. I'm sorry? I don't want to talk about it. What? Shut up. Huh? Classifieds. <laughs> Uh, what's our first one? Our first one is a great beginner bike, Chuck. It's clearly a great beginner bike. I have a 2005 Suzuki GS500. Great beginner bike speedometer says 130. Depending on the rider, we'll do 145. GS500, <laughs> 130. Does not compute. What? Also, it's $14 to fill up. We'll ride for weeks. I never rode a motorcycle before. This one was exactly what I had needed. The bike had 12,000 miles marked as... At $2,500, as you can see, originally had the Ninja fairings. Never the bike has a slight problem. Could use new handlebars. Nevertheless, the exhaust <sighs> has to be scratched on one side. New initial start for handlebar. It needs to be switched. Front fender, $325, leaving a net worth of $2,200 in total value. Other than that, the bike is great. I got into the Street Fighter edition sold fairings. So I'm asking 2000 OBO. Any average 500 is minimum 3000 Text for serious inquiries. How much does this fucking bike cost, Chuck? $2,000? <laughs> <laughs> well, it says so there. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Any average 500 is minimum. Oh, okay. Any average GS 500 is minimum 3,000. Well, this one clearly does 145 miles an hour. So this is not average. Uh, he took the fairings off. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why that, it, it that makes them faster. Yeah, 145 miles an hour. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, why depending would, on the rider. Why would he lie? I can't think of a reason. And he's included a picture of his Sprint phone. <laughs> that's that's his iPhone. Yeah, that appears to be his a picture from his iPhone it's, of a web page. It's a ineligible. Ineligible. Hey. 
non-discernible yes. Carfax on his bike. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I can barely parse this one out. Oh, look, there's a picture of a girl with a devil's tail. Oh, see, that's how you know this was a really classy one. Girl with a devil tail. Speedometer says 130. You think maybe he got kilometers and miles mixed up? You know, that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it could do 130 kilometers. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's doable. I mean, what's that? Like 75, 80? Yeah. And 145? Yeah. Yeah. Could, you know, right degree incline. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm not buying the 130. <laughs> well, the speedometer might say that. <laughs> Yeah, after you attach a drill to it, I guess. I was thinking he just said the, the speedometer goes to 130. Out of a plane. But he's positive he can. Maybe if you got a newborn as the rider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was a really steep hill. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and you just uh, launched it with a catapult of some kind Ooh, yeah good idea yeah we hadn't thought of that he might have it might have been a toe-in oh thing. you know what he's he like toe-in surfing he was launched from the deck of an aircraft carrier oh yeah there you go steam catapult would do it uh-huh, that would totally uh-huh, do 145 uh-huh. all right solid okay yeah never mind you know Mystery what this, this ad is totally legit and you get a bike that's been launched off an aircraft carrier how is cool fun. is that i hope it had something soft to land on well, that's why it's got some scratches on one side mm-hmm. <laughs> no more fairing mm-hmm. <laughs> next up uh, 2008 Triumph Daytona 675. It's, it, it's gotta be classier than the last one, though. I yeah. mean, the Devil Girl and the, the, yeah. It, okay. It'll be classier. Okay. Is that foreshadowing? No! No? Okay. <laughs> uh, Pearl White and Metallic Black Paint, 20,000 miles, run strong and fast. That's good. Two Brothers Gazal, sounds badass. Not mint condition, but everyone loves this bike. My Except chip- him, apparently, because he's wearing it. Uh, selling it. My chick fell off the back last month. Ooh, I'm going to bet she doesn't love this bike. No. So I hate to, but I have to get rid of it. Mm. Because the chick fell off? Yes, my chick fell off the back. Therefore, I'm selling the bike. And he's got a bunch of decals on it, too. Mm-hmm. There's uh, many questions that come to mind about this. Uh-huh. My chick fell off the back. Let's start with the basics. Okay. Why? <laughs> what were you doing at the time? I'm sure not going accelerating fast or stunting or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you're right. It probably wasn't that. Maybe a speed bump, possibly. Oh, yeah, that could be. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe she fell asleep. Yeah. Because he was dry- riding so sedately. Yeah, he was riding sedately. And I mean, that's a really comfy seat it has on the back of a Triumph Daytona 675. So, you know. Clearly. Yeah, it's. You know. My chick fell off, so now I have to sell it. Maybe my chick fell off. Do you think he's paying for expenses? or? Oh, that she, could be, yeah. Or Maybe he's, he's paying medical bills. Or he's been cut off. Or he's paying divorce fees. <laughs> or he's just been cut off. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a celibate until the bike is gone. Billy, you have to sell it! You're not getting any No first base for you! <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> All the guys are going to laugh at me. I'm getting dressed in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't even have a Sears catalog handy anymore. <laughs> Chuck, everyone knows the Sears catalog has gone out of style. 
It's true. You can go online to Sears.com. Or you can just get Victoria's Secret delivered to your door, which is much mm. higher quality stuff. You know, I, I didn't get to the Victoria's Secret until I was like 15, 16. Yeah. 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 You missed the boat. Nah, you know, it was a stricter world. I had to walk uphill uh-huh. both Ways. Both ways to get to Victoria's to get, Secret catalog. To get to, get to the, no, to, to get to the bathroom. <laughs> and those Sears catalogs, they were like three, four inches thick. They were heavy. Yeah. I had to carry that. Uh huh. Uphill. Through snow. And then, and then open it up and look at all the lunch lady bras inside. Oh, you have no idea. They had a great, no, no. You, you're thinking of the little catalog. The big catalog. It has really lots of lunch ladies. No, no. A really great selection of you, lunch ladies. You are a youngin. You are a kid. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. a youngin. You don't know. Before Victoria's Secrets, before uh-huh. Fredericks of Hollywood, yeah, Sears yeah. was where it was at. Uh-huh. <laughs> lunch ladies. No, they were... No, shut up. Mashed potatoes with an ice cream scoop. You have no idea. <laughs> Peas and carrots. You have no idea. Out of a bag. Oh, my God. What's the one where the peanut butter and the chocolate when you throw it at the ceiling and it sticks there for days? <laughs> Are they holding that sexily? <laughs> Ooh, they have the trays. Hair nets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, don't, you, just, you just don't know. You just... You grew up in an age. <laughs> I grew up after the age of lunch lady porn. Yes, it's true. You, you grew up in an age where those, those smut catalogs were delivered to your door. With no lunch ladies anywhere. Oh, my God. So, so wrong. So wrong. So. God. Get off my lawn. <laughs> shut up. Okay, I know what will shut you up. What's that? This... 2006 Suzuki DL1000 with a Ural sidecar. That does sound cool. That's for sale right nearby. Yes. It's He is awful proud of it, isn't he? Wow, he's yelling about it. Yes. <laughs> Powder-coated custom paint, one of dauntless rigs. Upgraded spoke wheel for sidecar with disc brake. Dick's brakes. With dick, dick brakes. Dick's, dick's brakes. Another bike with dick brakes. <laughs> and they're, they're very popular. Separate brake, brake pedal for hack. Yep, okay. Why? Oh, so if you're going off-road, it's basically two pedals right next to each other, and you can tip your foot to bias it one way or the other? I I totally read that wrong. I thought there was a brake pedal in the hack. (laughs) Yeah, the hack has their own brake pedal. (laughs) You do this! Stop! Stop! (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fun in rights. (laughs) Less fun in lefts. Uh, so yeah, this, isn't this like your dream rig? Uh, pretty close to it, yeah. The trouble is, is he wants 13 grand for it. Yeah, he wants like, as much as a new... I mean, the bike itself is worth as much as five, if it's in really good condition. Uh-huh. Um, his looks to be pretty average. Um, you know, the sidecar and rig is nice. He's got the steering modded. Um, he's still running bike tires on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't so awesome because I mean, the Strom eats rear tires at the best of times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and having a sidecar on it is not the best of times <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah. So nice rig, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a little, little much. How much uh, do you think it's worth? How much would you pay? How much would you pay, Todd? Well, the dauntless rig on the side is, with all the doodads, is probably about 
six grand or so. So he's probably not too high, I guess, but I don't know. It's also used, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, 11,000 miles. That's pretty not used. That's pretty nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, maybe that's the going rate for them. I guess I'm just, and the Strom itself is not very impressive either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got a stock seat. Um, yeah. Well, if it doesn't I'm, have a Russell Day, you're just going to turn your nose. You're well, just going to just swap fit. it out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, the rear box is nothing special. It's the Gibby knockoff box. Um, uh-huh. nice windshield, but you know, the rest of it's just, it's, it's nothing strong there. It's just a strong. But you're paying for this. With yeah. The, the you're, rig. You're paying for the rig. Um, but I don't know. I thought you'd a be lot a for lot the rig. more excited for this. You know, I, I, if it was, if it was a real Dauntless sidecar, um, as opposed to a Ural sidecar with a Ural wheel, mm-hmm. then that would be, you know, six, seven grand. In this case, I mean, we're talking about a Ural sidecar. This is just what, a big hunk of metal. What's the difference between the Ural and the Dauntless? Well, the Dauntless is going to be fiberglass. They make them a little bigger. They make them a little like, you know, better and laid out inside, for lack of a better term. Okay. You can get them fitted up with a wheel that matches one of the bike wheels, which is a highly desirable thing. Okay. Um, and there's just a, a, a raft of customizations you can do. I mean, what he's got is he's got a Dauntless frame. Dauntless sells a variety of frames um, with the Ural tub and wheel mounted to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wheel, you can hear my voice when I say Ural <laughs> wheel. <laughs> do the math. Mine are round. <laughs> well, that's because you've got a 2012 with the fancy round wheels. <laughs> but yeah, I, I it's it's a nice rig, and I'm sure it handles well. But I just I 13 no. feels steep. Okay, well, how about this rig? Wow, it's a. Uh, I'm not fancy enough for this rig. It's a 1983 mm-hmm. <laughs> 1983 yep. Yamaha Venture Royale with a Ural sidecar for three grand. For three grand in three Canada. Three grand in Canada dollars. So that's like five grand American. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, it's an 83 bike. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's, uh, it's their version of a Goldwing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, it's a, it's a V4 actually. Um, but yeah, it's their answer to the Goldwing. Um, it was a great bike. A lot of people really love them. And Run this bike. is a very clean setup. It's an, inc- oh my God. It's a gorgeous setup. He's got this two-tone kind of goldy, beigey. I don't even know how to describe the color. Banana. Ban- I don't know. It's Banana. gorgeous. He's got Banana. Banana. Yeah, with brown. Banana. 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 But, uh, yeah. Banana. Gorgeous tan leather, everything. I mean, this is a really nicely put together sidecar. Yep. Um, wow. And that's yeah, a plush little wood accents, seat, plush wood seat accent. in the side. I mean, this thing is side mounted horns. Ooh, side mounted double barrel air horns. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of storage. Yeah. I mean, the, this the, is, the bike seats look great. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm amazed at how nice it looks. The paint is amazing. The seats are amazing for a, you know, an 83. Yeah. I mean, this thing's probably, and you know, the center of gravity on it is so low, it probably is pretty darn good handling. 36,000 kilometers. Mm hmm. It's not that much, really. No, no. Extra headlight, extra wheel for sidecar, front windshield and body parts. Comes with a pretty new battery. Stainless wow. steel extra gas tank on the sidecar. That's cool. That is really cool. That's a hell of a rig. Uh huh. 
It's, uh, I wouldn't want to try to insure this thing because you'd have a, you know, a thousand dollars with a thousand dollars of rupees. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I bet that's a, I bet that's a hell of a fun rig. I could see you on this kind of bike. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, you're an old bike, old 80s bike guy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things about the old 80s bike that's a kind of suck ass. Um, but, you know, hooked to a sidecar, some of them aren't so bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that thing is gorgeous. Well, we'll have to move on to our next classified. Okay. If I have to. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to the sidecars. This, uh, well, this is your turn. Oh, yes. Do you think you can handle this ride? Uh, oh, sorry, Jack. You're I right here, aren't little. you? I, I peed a little. If Jack Norris rode motorcycles, this bike would be worthy. This is the bike SEAL Team 6 wish they had, the night of the Osama raid. Your girlfriend called. She already gave you permission to buy it. You know, I'd be more impressed if he said, your girlfriend said it was cool for you to buy it. She's right here. <laughs> 1,000 Suzuki DR650 DR790 what? with 31,000 miles on her. She had a 790cc Big Bore kit installed at 29,000 miles. The Big Bore is crazy, literally crazy. The torque, holy crap, the torque is nutty, and that's with highway sprocket gearing. If you change it to off-road gearing, I'm sure you can plow some fields or pull a stump. NSU has been checked and tightened. NSU? Uh, not 100% sure. Okay. That doesn't match those letters. Mm, no. <laughs> so it's got a Warp 9 Supermoto rear rim, 19-inch front, wide tires on him. He's uh-huh. running, he's actually running Strom standard tires on that, um, which probably lets him run dualies. Um, he's got pictures, he's got video. Yep. He's, custom Strom seat. Yep. That's probably where he got the... No, the wheels are spoke, so who knows? Givey top the all kind of bad. This guy's got a lot of stuff done to this bike. This this bike is incredibly gigged out. This is a bike that's been loved. Yes, this doctor has seen some things. The Doctor Seven Ninety for four grand. And not not bad. You know, I keep going to this picture of the uh of the cylinders. Yeah, and I keep seeing toilets. Yeah, they do kind of look like toilets, <laughs> don't they? Especially the big bore one. <laughs> you need the big bore toilet, don't you? Mm, clearly. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool though. I mean, four grand. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, it's, uh, I mean, I'm sure the thing rails. Yeah. I mean, the, the DRs are, are very, make very, especially he's got, he's got Kayabusa pipes, he's got tools, blah, 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 bark musters. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's got, a search engine bait. A lot of bait. Yeah. He's got, as far as I can tell, down at the bottom, uh, ignore ER6 and KFX, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Honda, LTZZ, Polaris, 450, Warrior, Raptor 250, YZF, YZF, Banshee, KTM, CBR, KFX, 400, Quad, ATV, Supermoto. That's the first line. There are 20 lines. Wow. This is a... Of words. Corvette, Mustang, Porsche, Audi. Wow. Everyone hates this guy. (laughs) They go searching for any number of things that are not this, and they get this. Xerox. He's got Xerox. Xerox. <laughs> what? What? I was looking for Xerox, and I came home with I came home with a box instead. Does it make copies? Kinda. <laughs> Put your paper underneath that tire there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Ram air ducts. I like the way that he gets that in there. Hiobusa. Uh-huh. Biagi. Yeah, wow. You know, because... Cool. Right? Uh, uh-huh. And lots of numbers. Yeah. Numbers, 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 numbers. Yamaha Ford Diesel is in there. 
Well, you know, if you're looking for a Yamaha Ford Diesel, you want this. I'm sure what? someone looking for a Ducati is uh-huh. looking for this. Yeah, and just you know, hey, if, you know what I want? I want a I want a ratty, incredibly hopped up Suzuki uh, dirt bike. That if interested, sweet. shoot me an email with the subject line. I want your bike. I am so tempted to just copy and paste this whole search engine <laughs> bait into an email and send it. To it. I want your bike. <laughs> write up a little. We should just do it right now. Write up a little tiny pearl script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll send this email out about every five, ten minutes. <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, so the, the first part of it is, you know, uh, I mean, he's talking about what it does and what it does for you. And then there's this thing at the end. Yeah. Has this ever actually helped anyone sell a bike? I'm going to say no. I'm thinking no. But, uh, okay, no there bike. you go. And, well, we've got one more ad about the, the, the way to how to sell a bike. How to sell a bike. You don't need search engines. You need... Or, pictures. indeed, a bike at all. No. You... Okay. This is a car ad. It's a 5.0 Mustang car ad. An well, and if you Mustang. search for this 5.0 Mustang, you will get that bike ad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's an 84 Fox body automatic with a 302 Harley <laughs> card. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't there a name for the automatic Mustangs? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> could you could you fill us in? The bitch thing? Yeah, that'd be the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That aside, what you need, the most important thing you need for an ad to sell you whatever you're selling is a picture. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple pictures. pictures. Yeah, more than one. And he's got... This is a picture Four within pictures. a picture. Yes. What he has done is he has taken a photograph of his phone... In a shitty, scary, weird kitchen. What? He, yeah, what he's done is he's put the picture of his car on his phone mm-hmm. and then yep. held that in front of his web camera. Yes. <laughs> yes. In his, in his shitty kitchen. And in his yeah, shitty kitchen. And it is wonderful. Oh, my God. Look at all the crap on the countertops. Uh, Ew. Yeah. This, Ew. I don't want a car this guy has owned. This, this, is, uh, this, this is a bachelor pad. <laughs> Ew. Wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah. So next time you're trying to sell something, I'm, obviously the trick is to take pictures with your phone and then take pictures of your phone showing the picture so that you can sell your vehicle. I guess it's red. Uh, it could be orange. It looks <laughs> about the same color as that orange cleaner stuff that's it's clearly a, never been used in this it's, kitchen. <laughs> it's two-tone something in black. I can't look away from the kitchen. It's like yeah. a car wreck. The top <laughs> looks like it's seen some use. What's that on the plate? Um... There's a plate? <laughs> there's 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 multiple plates and a paper thing oh, in a yeah. pizza box. Oh yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> I I don't know what it Why is. Why do you think he held the camera up in the air for that last shot? So you could see his bubble ceiling? I yeah, I could be, yeah. He's like my ceiling has asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> Go me. <laughs> Check me out. Cash only, serious buyers. Uh-huh. Only. Have title. Well, maybe he was trying to get a closer view, except he's still holding the phone like Maybe he passed out in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thump. That's just too strong. Okay. Wow. Well, that's, that's a thing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we've got more marketing, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this thing uh, Modus sent out there. They're mark- their, uh, their marketing their spiel. Yeah. They sent out their spiel and their video. The video is, I have to say, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They went to some pretty cool places. Clearly, some pretty cool person gave them some advice of some cool place to go. That's cool. I don't remember giving them anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, they uh, they filmed this uh, pretty much all in Utah. They got in touch with us a while back and said, hey, 
I think we talked about it on the show. We couldn't make it out and play uh-huh. with them. But uh, uh-huh. I, I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, I like that road and I like that road. And about half of the video is all down on Route 12. <laughs> which is where you're going to be. Which is not surprising. If That's you've where ever you're going to go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you're on Route 12, you're like, yeah, we're staying here. Yep. Not going anywhere. <laughs> go away. Uh, we'll post a link up to the video. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. So what we're going to do next is... To the garage. To the garage. Here we are in my garage. It's Chuck's garage, and it's full of crap. And penguin. Pumpkin. Uh, yeah, that's a big pumpkin. Yeah. All right, so we're going to install this PDM 60 in the Versus. Yeah, here we go. We've got the nice, pretty box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is small. That's the first thing that it, it blows my mind about it. So I'm looking at it, and the thing is, like, you put it in an Altoids tin. It's teeny tiny. You ever hang out on Instructables and see all the crap they put into an Altoids I Dude, I got a bunch of Altoids tins in my desk, and I constantly think of things to do with them. Every time I see an interesting metal box, I hold on to it just in case I can come up with a cool bike thing to do with it. Okay. Wow. Okay. And we open it up, and I still ask, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Look at the inside. Wow, the inside's also, like, not Recess. there. So do we do we be cool and try to do this without instructions at all? <laughs> um, I'm not sure we're that cool. Okay, so uh, the instructions that come with this thing is, uh, looks like a nice, decent, high-quality instructions. Yeah. Decent illustrated printed instructions. Comes with, ooh, comes with little posi lock things for those who like those. Overview, the PDM-60 provides six individual circuits with a board load handling board. 60. Boring. Connect. Board. Programming dashboard. Ooh. Powers doohickeys. Look, there's like software. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole point of it is it's, you got... Software. It's got a bunch of little breakers and stuff in it, and some sort of circuit board. So you, yeah. different circuits can be different power and stuff. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's you know as opposed to like where I have to swap out fuses if I want different power. Yeah, you can. This you thing can, can be programmed with a computer. That's awesome. The future. Uh. Okay, here we go. Getting. I'm like, where are the instructions? And how do we hook it up? Uh. Well, let's see. We got like eight. Oh my God, we have. An Ass ton of different colored wires coming out of it. Uh, I'm gonna guess that this big red one is juice because it's big and it's red and it's got a ring terminal on it as though it would go to a battery. There are two trigger wires. Mm-hmm. Uh, circuits are configured to respond to these triggers and can be set. A single wire trigger, ignition or ground, and or always live. Uh-huh. Ignition trigger, gray wire. Ground trigger, blue wire. Ground trigger, blue. Ground trigger. Yeah. So, getting started. Connect a small black ground wire to a suitable ground point on the frame battery or to supplied ground bus cable. This is the ground wire. Put it into a circuit. Connect a red gauge, red heavy gauge to your battery. This leads supplies. Yep. Connect the ignition gray trigger to any switched power source. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's the one that goes to the internal relay that turns it off. So on my bike, I have a separate relay. Mm -hmm. Um, so the relay is velcroed in one spot, and then you run power through it, and it makes the high power go through. So oh, it's labeled actually. It says ground on it. They've included uh, some ring terminals, some posi locks, various craps, and uh, a posi tap. According to this, posi tap is one of those vampire taps you can use to uh, hook yeah, it to just none of them look like thing. it, unless it's that one. Um, could be that one. Might be that one. Mm-hmm. Because usually the posi tap kind of looks like that. Yeah, there's a little T-shape kind of yeah. thing. That's probably it right there with the three pieces. 
funny colors. Yeah. If not, I think I might have a box with posi tap in it. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have posi tap, so I've got those little just the clampy clamp ones. The downside of them, I guess, really is that the corrosion is still an issue. Then. Yeah, you still want to wrap it. Or... Yeah, everything on mine is soldered and wrapped and heat shrunk. Heat shrunk, wrapped. I I just I'll do posi and then I'll just wrap mm-hmm. it with tape. That's cool. And that kind of works. Uh, right, so you... it's nice and oh, and they yeah, the really check this out. There's little every little, little wire. Oh, got it's label labeled. On. Yeah, it's How very cool dummy is proof. That? that is nice. That's really so nice. So any wire strippers? Uh, actually, you don't need wire strippers. Even they stripped the wires and left a little bit on the end for you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's nice of them. Wow, this is a nice feature. Yeah, you know what we do need? Uh, we need to take your seat off. Yeah, we need keys. I like your new seat that actually looks like it would hold a butt as opposed to slide you into the tank. <laughs> It'll hold a rider, but, you know, a passenger. Chuck, it's a versus. Someone will ride it. All the hookers in Vegas? Have all at least read it once. Fair enough. Mm. They did send you a nice letter. Uh-huh, and Inga, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I see. So there's a USB hookup that goes into this little doodad under here. Kick ass. And then you can program stuff. Yeah, there's goo in the holes. I'm already a little hard. <laughs> I'm still just amazed at how small this thing is. Yep. I mean, it's teeny. For, for, for comparative purposes. Uh, although apparently Chuck can't get his own seat off. There we go. Well, that took enormously long. Wow, do you have a lot of crap connected straight to your battery? Uh-huh. It's the first time I've taken the seat, that seat uh-huh. off. You have one fuse back here all by its lonesome. What's uh-huh. that for? Uh, these are spares. Five volt? No, wait, no. These are... No, they, are these? they this, do something. One's a spare and one's a... Five volt? That's probably like a turn signal or something. Done. I'd have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay, so we need a place to put it, such as where your toolkit is. I got a place you can put it. <laughs> so funny. Let's make sure we drill a hole through your ECU, though. I saw that on the on the internet. You know, it would fit. We could tuck it in right here. I bet we could actually. Is there anything under there? Feels like just plastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a plastic bin. That's a perfect spot. Cool. There's even a hole. I've got a hole. Oh my god. <laughs> this is just gonna go on all through this job. All right, so let's get your little. I've got a job. Yes. I do have a joke. So we always undo. Now, you don't frame ground on this bike, right? Right. Okay, that's good. It's always good to know if your bike frame grounds or not. And you always take the grounding wire off first. Otherwise, sometimes you can do a little impromptu MIG welding with your screwdriver. I've done this a couple times on the Ural when I took the wrong one off first. So I've heard. Hilarity ensues. (laughs) It's what we live for here on the Wheel Nerds. Mm -hmm. How you doing? Oh, you know. My hand feels... Just kidding. Jesus Christ. I hate you. <laughs> this is just like when we installed the crash bars on Claire's bike and I spent the entire time periodically going, clunk, clang, <laughs> waiting for his engine to fall out of the bike. Uh, okay. Various Remember, things. kids, 12-volt systems can't really shock you that much. <laughs> but it is fun to do. It is fun to make people jump if you're a giant asshole. Guess what? <laughs> wow, what a coincidence. You may not have heard our show. <laughs> All right, so how do we get this silly little toolkit out? Is uh, there like a hook down there? No, nah, you just pull this thingy out. Oh, I see, okay. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. 
Oh. I've got the old Buell one in the back. <laughs> oh, good. I, I, I've, I've gotten to be a snob about toolkits. Just about toolkits? No, I said I've gotten to be a snob about <laughs> toolkits. I was already a snob about many other things. <laughs> Check when you're this good. What, what, Come on. <laughs> Where'd you put the thing? What do you mean where'd I put the thing? The thing's right here. Okay. Where's the thing? There's the thing. <laughs> right here on your shelf of crap. <laughs> Not to be confused with the shelf next to it full of crap. Or the shelf underneath it. Which is full of crap. Uh, and the one over there. Uh, crap. Awesome crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, I guess we find a place to put it on. And, like, drill a couple holes. Oh, we don't have... Well, maybe. You didn't have to do, do holes. Well, we could do holes, or we could Velcro it in, maybe, or, like... Do we have enough bottom surface to... No, I guess we don't for Velcro. We're going to have to drill a couple holes in there someplace. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, well, that's going to interfere with your toolkit, such as it is. Well, like I said, I carried the Buell toolkit in there, so I might yeah. as well just consolidate them. Um, how far can we get from the battery? Okay, I, I, have, I have identified something that pisses me off. Okay. So the leads on this thing are mad short. This is like maybe Eight. a foot. Maybe. Mm, maybe 18? Yeah, I don't know. Foot's about... Yeah. Maybe about but 18 inches. For we can't tuck it up No, the that's back. the ECU back there, huh? Yeah. Let's drill a hole in it. Um, All right, let me get my drill. Okay, sounds fun. We could tuck it behind... Yeah, so the place I'd love to put it in the Versus would be behind the ECU in this little weird divot here. Uh-huh. But... The, with, with the leads reach. aren't long enough. The hot lead might, but the ground is have never ground in a thousand years going to... Well, you, you don't ground it to the frame in it. Even like this. I mean, you have it. This is a mixed aluminum and steel tube frame, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you don't ground to the frame ever. There's nowhere to... Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could extend the ground wire? Can we... Uh, or something? Ground it up, I don't know, to a screw or something? Uh... It looks like everything you've got grounds to... That's interesting. Is that ground, you suppose, right there? Or something else? On top of your ECU there. Looks like it would be. That looks like it could be. Black wires just kind of... A bunch of black wires just kind of attached to, to nothing. Yeah. This is... That's all steel. steel. Yeah, I think they're grounding right. here. Let's ground to that. Okay, so... But, yeah, the, this. if you were in the Strom or some other bike where you need a little distance... Like, can you imagine trying to put this in Claire's ST? <laughs> Yeah, you're going to need to extend that. You're going to need to extend those wires. So uh, that's a little annoying. But if we put it back here, we will cover my basic safety check diagram. Yes, we will have covered your basic safety check diagram. I don't know if I can live You're with certain that. to die. Damn it! <laughs> it's working. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to have to grind down a little bit of plastic here. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm okay with putting it here. Okay, you, it doesn't bother you that we're going to just eat away your uh, toolkit space? No, because like I said... Carrying one there. Carrying one there. Okay, cool. We'll put it here. It's easier uh, to reach anyway. Yeah, drill would be helpful. Yep. Dum 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 dum. Oh, check the shelf full of crap. Which no, one? no, no, no. Not the box full of crap. The shelf full of crap. Oh, okay. Next to the next to the the giant robot dolly. It's not a doll. You keep telling yourself that. It's an action figure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then why does it have a hat? Shut up. So after much hunting around Chuck's house, we found a. I can only assume that's a drill. Yeah, it's adorable. Shut up. It is. It's cute. That is a neat little drill. So we found this tiny little drill and several larger drills that are non-usable. So there's a bolt that goes through. You see the bolt. Now, here's the interesting thing. They only gave us one bolt. One goes through. Here's the bolt. Find us a bit. Will that fit through the hole? Uh, this is... 
That's not for that. Uh-uh. Um, here. Interesting. There's no... Installation. It looks like one of the bolts that goes... Oh, you know what it is? It's is for this. Like ground it? It's for this strange piece of grounding equipment here. Oh. Except the grounding wire that comes out of it is not that. And there's no place to attach another grounding wire in here. Uh-uh. No. That's puzzling. Um, okay, that's not awesome. Hmm. Installation. Nope. Nope. Triggering. Nope. You know, I kind of wish you could just Velcro this in because uh, you got the programming interface underneath the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could put it in upside down. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, let's Vel do that. Velcro it in upside down. We'll get the LEDs, but frankly, who looks under their seat for LEDs? You look under your butt for LEDs normally? I will now. Let's check the status. Beep, beep, beep. Totally yes, my working. ass is on. Um, my ass is desirable. Connecting your devices. Standard operation. Yeah, they uh, they don't really uh, break their backs helping you get this thing in. I'm thinking we Velcro the flat side. Yeah. And call it good. Yeah. And just declare it charming. I use Velcro on all of my electronics inside the Strong. Yeah, Velcro's good. Yep. All right, we're rolling with it. That would actually make the computer thing accessible, too. Yes, which is more important. More important than being able to see silly little LEDs that say, this thing is doing stuff. Now we're looking for Velcro. Now we're looking for Velcro in Chuck's garage. Oh, you actually have Velcro where you can find it. That's because I have Velcro on everyone. Okay. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> hey, like you said, Velcro is incredibly handy. Yep. All right, here we go. Velcro installation. All right, let's... So, when installing Velcro, it's very important to put the sticky side against the item and the velcro side away from it. Hey, Todd, I got this stuck in my face. Wow, that that looks like it. I. How do you feel about the left eyebrow? Ow. Ow. Well, maybe. Is that about the right size? Um... Yeah, it's about the right size. Yeah, close enough. Close enough for government work. Mm. Oh, government work? Well, we're closed. <laughs> Don't make me angry, Todd. You know what happens when bikers get angry? They sue people? No. They surround them and pull them out of their cars and beat them off. I saw that video. <laughs> that just doesn't seem wise. Like, I'm going to ride next to you in a threatening manner. Oh, wait, you're in a car. Yeah, well, that one guy apparently learned that the hard way. Uh-huh. Right, there's Velcro on the doohickey. There we go. All right, here we go. So that goes there. Yep. Okay, and then we'll fish the big power wire under... Jesus, there's a lot of crap in here. <laughs> and it's not even like your crap. It's just the bike has crap everywhere. Yeah, but, you know, it's a... Busy bike. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so there's that wire, and then okay. we need the ground wire to go to a ground somewhere. We could just go to the battery. It'll be close enough. Yeah, we'll need to put a ring terminal on it, but... Oh, it doesn't have... Well, it doesn't come... The ground doesn't come as quick as one. There's some in the no, bucket. No bag it. Where, where's the bag? Uh, oh. It was right here. You handed it to me. Yeah, I totally handed it to you. Where'd you put it? Jeez. This is the hardest part of working on a bike. Where'd I put that? This, here. Yeah, okay. 
Go get some crimpies and all that nonsense. Okay, so that one will go to the terminal. Now, I got a question for you, Chuck. Uh-huh. Have you given much thought to what our switched power is going to be? No. Okay, because that's important. Usually, you do something like the tail light, because it's always on, without exception. Um, so it's good for that. Some bikes, like the Strom, has an auxiliary doodad up front for factory crap that most people tip into. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, so really, the question is, where are we going to find some switched power for you that we can clamp into? I do think the tail light is the best bet. The question is, which one of these is the tail light? Uh... And if we cut the wrong one, your bike will explode. I mean, it'll be fine. Well, that's clearly going into the tail lights. That's probably it. Yeah. yeah. The question is, one one of them will be the brake, one will be the ground, one will be the the running light. We want the running light. Yeah. See that one right there. Little plug in the back. Yeah. So probably the red is the. Uh... Well, one of them, the red or the blue, is probably the running light, and one of them will be the uh, brake light. So now, if you want your heated jacket to only run when your brakes are on, that's what you want. <laughs> I'm not really 100% sure how that would be useful. <laughs> I guess the other option, can this thing be set for just power everything all the time? Yes. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. No? No. Reading the instructions. Oh, no, this is the stock config. So it comes stock, everything's switched via ignition trigger. Okay. Constantly, rigorously check the onboard. Um, 60 amps total load, blah, blah, freaking blah. Lay on, lay off. Ground trigger activation. Did you say wax on, wax off? Blue wire to any ground connection. Ignition trigger is gray wire to plus voltage. I probably should put some heat shrink tubing on that before I did that. Um, that might have been smart. I'll just get some electrical tape. Always live. Ignition trigger and ground trigger, so you can have like a naughty switch. So this thing's got some pretty cool setups, although I guess I'm... Ignition trigger I can see being useful. I'm a little I'm a little foggy as to how ground trigger is. Well, I guess ground trigger would be there's a switch that turns it on. Yeah. So maybe for like a boat or something. So the various circuits are capable of various amps, and it's pain in the butt organization of them. But you can set it all up and program it, so that's kind of cool. Yep. They have a delay on, delay off mode. You know, in terms of installation, pretty simple. Once you find the wires you're going to. Mm -hmm. Particularly as compared to putting in your own relay and putting in a uh, fuse box. I guess there's just a lot of features on it I'm seeing that for a motorcycle don't necessarily make sense. So this sounds like something that has multi... Yeah, my sense is this is for multiple things. Some of that is reinforced by the fact that on this page there is a picture of a truck, a boat, an ambulance, an ATV, a police car... A golf cart, a motorcycle. Guess which motorcycle? A Strom? No. A BMW? Yes. <laughs> and my favorite, a tractor. Ooh, I got a tractor. Wait. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Can you hand me those two? Uh... Oh, the things? No. no. These two thingies that I got over here. The two thingies that are behind you. Yeah, could you yeah. hand me those? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. That would be fantastic. Yeah, Thanks. okay, great. That screwdriver. Screwdriver. The tricky part's going to be the... So you've got a couple options, I suppose, you could do. We could hook it to the... No, we don't want the ground, because that wouldn't work. No, we're going to have to do the ignition wire for the motorcycle. Okay. question is getting to it. There's a real bugger to get to back there. Actually, if we could pull the plug out, that would make it easier, wouldn't it? 
Probably. Right. I'm going to doodle with this little connector. Okay. Ow. And now Todd has super mutant powers. Yeah, it's mostly just that there's... Jesus Christ. It's made, made for small Japanese hands. It's made for tiny Japanese hands. Ah, oh, fat round eye hands. Never get in here. Use bike to make tea. <laughs> Fortunately for you, you have a friend with small Japanese hands. Yeah, that's lucky. Yeah, I can't. I can barely see it, much less touch it or reach it and operate the full thing. That's what she said. Har har. <laughs> you, see, you see the little clamp there? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure how it operates, but if we can get that open, we can get at the bits. Ooh, hold on. I spotted something. Hang on, Chuck. Yeah? Chuck. What? Chuck, I found a thing, Chuck. What'd you find? So those three wires that come out of that go... Nope. Hang on. I didn't find it. They go into the, the loom over here. We could figure out... They go into a thing? Yep. It's not them. Oh, God, thank you. Light. That's just a bit helpful. Yeah. So. Okay, so red, green, black with yellow doodad. Okay, we can actually tap into it right here at this Molex connector just above it. Okay. So we'll split back the loom right here. We just need to know what's what is the key. For which we need your versus wiring diagram. Uh. Your light just blinded me. With science? With science. To the internet. Internets. Internets. This is a good thing to do before you try to install something in a bike. Get the wiring diagram? Yeah, you know. Sounds so good. Mm. What's this do? <laughs> huh, that's weird. That moves. Is that supposed to move? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. It's weird. There's all that rust, though. There's a lot of rust back there? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Clang! <laughs> I like that they have the little Molex connector back here that has a handy-dandy little connection to help it stick to something. Uh-huh. And there's nothing for it to stick to. <laughs> this is clearly like what they had lying around the factory. <laughs> no, it is. Look at it. It's ridiculous. It totally doesn't fit there. What's this do? Whatever. Just shut up. It's fine. <laughs> I don't like you. Go to hell. It's what we had lying around. I'm sitting here to work with the round eyes in America. Yeah, go make some tea. You're never going to let that go, are you? Uh, that's all I got. Blah, blah, freaking blah, taillights. Blah, blah, blah. I vote we just cowboy it. And if your heated jacket turns on when we turn on the brakes, you'll know we picked the wrong one. This idea has legs. I don't like it. I think it's great. I don't. Hmm, brake-actuated jackets. This is the wave of the future. When we look and there's no red. Oh, yep, there's a red. Yep, there's a red. Yay, red! Yay! Yeah, scissors there. Okay, I'm going to cut the loom back a little bit. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. That's died. Uh, tell you what. When it comes time to turn next time and you got to turn right, it's really best if you make three lefts. Okay. No reason, just, you know. Sounds handy. Seems seems smart. Now, Charlie is probably going to have a lot of fun at this. He'll be like, well, don't you know that the churred brake light's red and... Lorries and flats. Flats and, and fags. And things. Something very British. Terrible food. Do you have a little bag? Uh not at this time. Is it behind you? On the um, shelf? Little bag on the shelf of crap? Yeah. No. Where'd the little bag go? No, the little bag is it's gone missing again. What? Oh we God. just had a little bag. We had a little bag in our hands a second ago. I can't find the con- I can always find this connector. <laughs> Okay, I'm putting all this crap on the ground. Okay. And then we should put the little bag up here where we can find it. 
<laughs> Jesus, what are we doing with the little bag again? I don't know. So I'm hiding the little bag. <laughs> We're horrible at this. This is... God, such a... Okay, seriously, where the hell is the little bag? I don't know. Is it on the car? I'm looking. No. There's no. This is the thing that's stymieing us? For real, my man. Dude. Dude. We've lost the little bag. We have lost the little baggie with the posilax and all the goodies in it. That's rad. It's, uh... I was holding it, I was looking at it, and... We are so bad at this. We are terrible at this. My god. Well, this is a pickle. We are giant idiots. <laughs> We're sure the Posilac it comes with. They're very nice. Unfortunately, we don't know where they are because we lost them because we are morons. It's got to be right here. I swear to God, it was on this shelf. It's got to be right here. It's right here. Under a pile of crap. How did it get under a pile of crap? You just looked through that pile of crap, too. Yeah, now you're losing parts from it. Jesus Christ. I saw you look through that pile of crap. I know. It wasn't... I... Okay, we've, we found the, the little bag of bits. Yep. It was in a pile of crap. Alright, so posy top. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how they work, as I solder mine. Okay. So how's a posy tap work? So we thread the wire like through here. And then okay. we just screw that bit in. Uh-huh. Needle hits. Oh, I see, and it, it chomps on mm-hmm. and it uh and we just put the the okay. threaded bit in through here and it'll as we screw it down it'll wrap around there. Oh, okay. That's kinda clever. Posy type these posy things are awesome. Are they? Okay. I never, I never used them before. I, I used a lot of them in the Buell. Ah. Uh. <laughs> so we're going to red, right? Y- yeah. Is it this red or is it that red? Uh, it's this red on the big one with the stupid little doohickey that doesn't seem to, because see, it's got the blue and the and the other black. One. Yeah. Or you know, it, your jacket only work when you turn left. Well, a good thing I'm, I can only do three lefts. Yeah. Can you hold that light? Yeah. I'm gonna put this. Okay. For the record. I'm uh-huh. putting this in my pocket. My right hoodie pocket. The bag is now in Chuck's right hoodie pocket. The posse locks are going in to the drain in the garage. Oh, I see. Okay. So we do that. Mm-hmm. No cutting of anything. That's handy. Yeah. The little pin goes in. Hooks in. Oops. <laughs> oh, no. 12 volts surging through my body. <laughs> Now I have the powers of Electro-Man. Okay, theoretically that should be tapped. <laughs> I'm filled with confidence. <laughs> okay, and one of them is called the Ignition one, and it's either the blue or the gray. Ground trigger. Ground trigger, no, that's not us. We want Ignition trigger. Circuit, circuit. It's, it's the, the light gray guy there. Ignition trigger? Yeah, Ignition trigger. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, you might want to thread it under the ECU just to keep it out of your way. Okay. Don't uh, drill a hole in the ECU on your way. Why are you cursing, jinxing me like this? It's fine. Here, hand me that drill for a minute, would you? Uh, sure. <laughs> I just, I, I really, I, I find the whole drilling the hole in your ECU when trying to install a Fender Eliminator thing to be, to this day, still one of the funniest things the internet has ever produced. All the. 
random tricks and stuff that Beal guys have to do with their ECUs. There we what? go. Why do they have all these strange baffles in here? Oh. They're baffleless. It's working. I'm baffled. Doesn't take much, in fairness. Okay. Here's your strippers. Thank you. How do you keep so many in here? And if I had a dollar for every time Chuck said, go get the strippers. Hey guys, remember it's ladies' night. It's two for one dance nights. These ladies work only for tips. Let's be generous and make it rain. Like you've never heard that before. Nope. Deny everything. I did not have lunch at the Classy Cat almost every day. I'm curious to go to this Classy Cat. No, you aren't. That's why I'm curious to go. <laughs> it's a bad place. Yeah. It's uh, it's not quite Big Bonds level, but uh, it's in that category. Listeners in Northern Michigan, write in about your experiences at Bonnie's. Okay. I think we're tapped. Yep, theoretically we're tapped. Theoretically we're tapped. We are powered. Mm-hmm. We are all sorts of things. I wonder if we should be seeing it soon. We shouldn't be seeing any LEDs now. Oops. Turn the bike on, we should see some... <laughs> you just pulled the sticky bit up. I did. <laughs> this milker isn't working right at all. Okay, here we go. We are plugged in. No, just until we're done. We should probably should have cleaned off the scum from the inside. That's what we would have done if we were smart. Road cheese. Well, um, I don't know if we're supposed to see any lights. Oh, hey, hey, ooh, ah, ooh! They're all, they all lit up. Is that good? Uh, well, they're lit. That means it's powered, right? Yeah. Mm, they're green. Green's good. Okay. All right. <laughs> so there it is. Installation <laughs> of the PDM. <laughs> Do you have this vague sense of not knowing what just happened? Yes, yes, I do. So I okay. So let let me pull the strom over here so we can do a side by side comparison. Okay, and keep in mind we haven't tidied anything up. No, no. Come on, fatty. What am I looking at? This is the fuse block. Okay. This is the relay. This is stum. <laughs> I should probably take the lid off of the fuse block. You want it? Yeah. It's just for. All right. So there's my fuse block. Welcome to my rat's nest. Yeah. The weird part about this is this is actually a very organized rat's nest. Oops. Everything has a specific job. Everything's labeled. See on the lid here? Oh, I've yeah, got yeah. each of the various circuits labeled. The only one I don't have labeled is the charger one, and that's doesn't work. It's basically just there to power extra... Oh, you know what actually it's there for? It's to power my uh, pump. Yeah, I have a uh, an electric 12-volt uh, tire pump, and there's only like one thing that plugs into that, so... This for now. Keep in mind, nothing's been hooked up yet to this thing. Mm-hmm. I think the, the flavor of the PDM tastes much less like road cheese, like mine does. So side by side comparison. I mean, you got the PDM's cleaner. There's no argument there. Clearly. I mean, it internal to this is the relay, which in my case is this little box gadget here, with three wires coming out of it, four wires coming out of it. The fuse box is inside there. Yeah. The only big difference I can see is you need to hook up a computer to get yours programmed. Yeah. Which, you know, sounds bad, except the reality of the situation is I have not done a thing with the fuses in this for ever. Ever. Since I put them in, pretty much. It's it's added value, but as to how much value. I Honestly, it's gee whiz, I think, is yeah. what it is. I think it keeps it small, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing is definitely nice and small, compact. Yeah. The toolkit might actually fit back in with this in there. Yeah. It might fit right over it. Big thing I can see with that one is labels. If something goes weird, yeah. you're kind of SOL. 
I could like tape some labels or something. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. I mean, mine's just tape that's on top of the fuse block. But uh, the upshot of the fuse block, really, to me, is, though, that I've got a lot of versatility. On the other hand, I think that one probably can do most of that versatility, too. You are limited in your circuits a little bit. Like, uh, there's only one circuit. The brown one is the only one that can do up to 20 amps, like for your horn or something. Yeah. Well, but, no, wait, look. 15, 15... Yeah, the instruction book was saying the brown's the only one you can run 20 through. Oh, okay. In my case, it's how much fuse can you stick in. Uh-huh. Weather protection, I think yours might win. I don't know that it makes a big difference. It's under the seat. To reset the, you know, nice thing is if something does go wrong, it's not going to burn out a fuse or something, so I don't need to carry around spares. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Disconnect for that moment. So I think the big question I really have about the PDM is, what does one of these bad boys cost? I mean, so even 200 bucks is holy crap. Am I reading this right? Mm-hmm. And it's saying that we should connect both this and the other ground to ground? That and what other ground? So oh. this, this has got ground, right? And then it yep. says there's this booted ground bust which will be connected to the battery. It serves as a single ground point for all your accessories. Oh, you know what? That's a big hole this has, isn't it? So um, here's the thing. This is giving you your power side of everything. Right. You still don't have anything to attach your ground to for all of your gadgets. That's actually something the fuse block does way better. The fuse blocks, I've got a, it's got a ground bus built right into it. I just run everything ground. I mean, it's this, so it's like... This side, yeah. Where this side is hot and ground right there. What'd you do right with this? What'd you do with the ground wire? Um, it's right here. Okay. No, it's not. Oh shit. <laughs> I know this is not me. No. You had it. I had it. You were looking at it. I was looking at it. But so yeah, we basically attached that to say there's one of these say screws. Say one of those, yeah, yeah and that's and that, not bad. I guess that no that's ground. a little lame, honestly. Really? What would you what would you want? What would you want? Well, the, just the wire as a ground bus is kind of kind of lame. Mm. Um, Claire's got a setup where he's got this little. It's a little like hockey puck kind of thing uh-huh. that he has attached to his ground because he's got the ultra small fuse block. But the ultra small fuse block does not have a ground bus built into it, so you have to put one in. And Todd's lost my ground wire. And I've lost your. You're not missing anything. <laughs> it's just a, it's a wire with two ring terminals on it. That's all it is. But yeah, the um, the ground bus thing I hadn't thought of that, but that's kind of lame ass. So in addition to buying this really expensive thing, you also have to buy a, a ground bus if you have a modern bike. You know what? This little doodad right here that's this seems to do nothing at all. Uh-huh. What do you want to bet that's a switched power source? Mm. For just such an occasion. Could be. Could be. Anyways, um, but that's lame. <laughs> There's a switched one up front that I've got the mm. this twelve volt plugged into. Yeah. Wired into. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit disappointed in them there. Where did it go? But then again, I guess it's small. But Yeah. So by the time you add a ground bus, what do you think the chances are it's going to be about the same size as my fuse block? Well, that's the thing. Do I do I need to add the ground bus? Well, it depends. I mean, you're going to need a place to ground all your other crap to. That's yeah. really what it is. Right. Because this will give you the power side. Right. And will switch it on and off based upon the ignition, but you will need something to ground it to. Well, that's what that thing's supposed to be, right? Well, but the thing in question 
which we really need to find so I can show it to you because it's silly. It's just a big wire. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. It's a big wire, and they say tap into the big wire. Serves as a single ground point. Simply connect the ground side of your device to the ground bus cable using the supplied ring terminals and bolt. A frame ground point can be used if desired. Yeah. It's, it's it's a wire with two ring terminals, one on either end. So you would just connect it to two screws and then tap into it? Ah, uh, you could, yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm underwhelmed. Hmm. I'd like to know where it went. Yeah, it's a, it's a little short black wire with two ring terminals and a funny little boot on it. Yeah, that's the part I want to look at. Yeah. Why is it booted? I assume the boot is to give you a little weather protection. To like that, you you would tap in under the boot. Yeah, I guess. Oh, here it is. Okay. So yeah. So it's. I mean, it is literally just a wire. So you would just connect it up to two screws like that. And yeah, and then run everything to it, and then you need to have a vampire tap for every single thing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weak sauce, to be honest. There's yeah, much better options. Claire's little hockey puck thing. Yeah. Much better setup. I don't think they gave enough posi taps to do that. Five, six, seven, six seven. taps. Yeah. You know, six wires. Yeah. To say nothing of connecting them to the end of these. Mm-hmm. And I think those are those aren't posi taps that you're holding. I think those are just posi lock connectors. Yeah, they're posi locks. Yeah. So here's a wire for you to ground things to. Go out and buy more posi locks or mm. posi taps. More. Taps. I mean, it's not. It's not a. I, I've seen worse. I mean, couldn't I just ground each individual one to the frame? To the frame or to the battery. I wouldn't use the frame if you have a composite frame. Well, I mean, to, to these screws. Yeah. Yeah, because I've already got wing, ring terminals on these because they were grounded mm-hmm. to the battery. Yes, you could do that. Um, so I think that's a viable option. So that's something to maybe bring up when we talk to them. Yeah. And it's funny because I've seen this, I think of this now and I saw this before. Claire's fuse block was the same way because he bought the super small form factor, totally convenient fuse block. Uh-huh. Except on a modern bike, like on old bikes, that was great because you know, like the Ural, you you don't you could tap ground, ground everything anywhere. to the frame anywhere. I yeah. mean, everything on the bike you can ground to because it's all steel. Yeah. On a modern bike where you got mixed aluminum and steel, you absolutely can't do that. So you have to have a ground bus, and if you buy something without one built on, now if you got the little hockey puck and you were to say Velcro the hockey puck to the top of the of the PDM, that might work. Mm-hmm. Again, it seems a little hacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess what I could do is just... Yeah, I think you can just hook just that up and just use that. And then get some more taps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think I'd just be tempted to buy one that you could just screw things onto, though. Yeah, do you have one? Yeah, so check it out. So on my fuse block, keep in mind all a ground bus is is really a handy-handy place to screw things into. So you, know, you could DIY something pretty easily. You don't need anything fancy. What I've got is I've got ring terminals and small ones. So this is your hot, the hot side. And then up at this upper part, you can see it's got a real simple but very effective ground bus that's just a big old metal plate with a whole bunch of screws and screw holes. So I guess the flip side of it is if you were using this in one of the other applications, like a boat or something, you can't ground to the frame necessarily. Yeah. So you'd almost have to run back. I guess cars depends. I guess the grounding is a bit of a pickle, isn't it? One wire from your PDM to your device. There are ring terminals for your ground wires. There are ring terminals for your ground wires. Like I, I, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. How are you supposed to connect it with ring terminals for that? Well, there's ring terminals on this. Yeah, but I mean, I assume that's for the screws. Yeah, and like I said, I think you're supposed to just like tap them into it. Then why ring term? Why 
As indicated above, there are ringtones for your ground wires, posi-lock connectors for circuit wires, and a posi-tap connector to use for your ignition trigger. So it sounds like they expect you to use the ring terminals in the little baggie uh-huh. to ground your accessories. Right, which would imply you're grounding it to your frame. And why the, the booted ground bus? I am... Because there's no way... I mean, the ground bus is literally just a wire with a boot. Boot's neat. It's a nice boot. I like the boot. Boot's fun. I wonder if I can make noise of it. No. Ground. Connect the ground side of your device to the ground bus cable using the supplied ring terminals and bolt. Oh, I see what. So, so okay. <laughs> oh, is this like so one end goes to your frame? One end goes to your frame or your battery's ground. And then, and then on the other end, you put one bolt that. with oh, a bunch of crap hanging yeah. off. Oh, yeah. That's hacky. <laughs> That's a level of hacky. Oh, and then I see, and then the boot goes, goes over, over it, it. So you don't accidentally MIG weld. Um, yeah. Wow, that is that's, that's extremely it. weak. That's what they're doing. That's deeply weak. Really? Okay. That's, uh. You don't like that? Well, like, okay. If you can't ground to your frame, if it would be bad to ground things to your frame. Yeah. You've got this wire hanging off of your ground thing out in space with a bolt on the end of it with a bunch of crap hanging on it going all over the bike. Did we see a problem here? Yeah, I, I'm not so crazy about that. I'm this not end impressed. goes to your battery. Yep. Yeah. And then this this other end would go like up into under the seat maybe, yeah. and then uh, everything I, connects to that. And everything connects to that with a bolt. Here's a bolt and some ring terminals, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know what? I think my piece of metal with screw holes cut in it might actually be more convenient. Huh. That's really something. That's that's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, okay. In fairness, it would work. It would work. I. Based on the layout of how it's going to fit in my bike, yeah, I think I'd rather just connect it to one of these screws instead of to the battery. Yeah, in your case, that'll be fine because you have these big old grounding screws back there you can do it to. Yeah. And it will work. Yeah. I still think it's a little... Because it means anything, anytime you want to move one thing off your ground bus, you need yeah, to dick with it, it yeah. undo it, and all the parts come off. And it... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, again, you don't you don't mess with it that much, but... Yeah. What happens when you have so many accessories that your your bolt is you need a longer bolt? Yeah. Could you supply me with a longer bolt? It's a three quarter inch bolt. Well, I guess you only have six circuits. So. Yeah. And they gave uh, there's like one, two, five, six ring terminals. Well, I we, guess as a, as a cheap hack, we used one the ring terminals just to hook that up. So we got five ring terminals. I guess as a hacky fix, I could see this being viable. Feels hacky though. Compared to everything else. Yeah, I mean, compared to the rest of it, it's so nicely put together, you'd think they'd have something a little more elegant. Mm-hmm. But, oh well. Well, you know, when we talk to the guy, we can ask him. Yeah. So I think what we've got here is you've got a fancy compact fuse block. Mm-hmm. You'll have to do a little cleverness of grounding, but it seems cool. Yeah, the installation's easy. Installation's real easy. Instructions um, are iffy, I would say. It's like he's got his web page condensed to the instructions here. Yeah, like he just deleted every other word to. Yeah, I do like the the delay on, delay off thing. Yeah, some of the features are cool for sure. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how much you use that in the long term, though. That's the that's the one that interests me. Is that mm-hmm. sounds cool? I just don't know how much I'd use it. It's kind of like the one of these they're talking about in the future that's going to have you know Bluetooth. That's great. How much are you really going to use the Bluetooth? I could see the delay off being handy for heated stuff. Why? Well, you could just you know, leave your key on. Well, there's been times when we've pulled over on the side of the road and we mm-hmm. turn our bikes off and we're talking to each other from the bike. Uh huh. I suppose. Yeah. You know, it's it's something you don't even have to think about. Yeah, once that's you get, true. Once you're programmed up. 
Alright, so cool programming. Very small form factor. Gotta figure out some grounding. Fuseless. Fuseless. I wonder how that would go... Eh, I suppose it's... Fuseless systems have been around long enough. Yeah, so you know, you don't have to carry around extras. That's one less thing to carry around, as small and light as they are. Mm -hmm. So what do you do when something does burn out? What's it do? It disconnects... According to this, it will detect immediately detect a fault mm -hmm. and interrupt the power. And uh, this LED will go red to tell you that. Mm -hmm. Reset the circuit, power down, power back up. Okay, all right. If the condition causing the fault is not repaired, it will just interrupt just, again. Yeah, fail again. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's simple enough. So they all turned green, which meant they were all active, active okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like hooking up all the accessories right now. No, no, the status is a lot easier to see than it is with fuses. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of LEDs. Mm -hmm. Ground trigger. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What's well, ground trigger? What's that? Thing? Ground triggers for where if there's a ground, it will turn on okay. things that are set to ground trigger. Response to any ground signal. Okay. I'm not really 100% sure what you'd use that for, but I'm assuming it's some other thing. Yeah, maybe not more recycle. If you had a secondary switch kind of thing, yeah, you could use it for a horn. Yeah, my battery looks clean. But wasn't a total disaster. No, no, I, I it won't catch on fire. I'm white. Okay. <laughs> no, it'll it'll be fine. It. Why did you put the fire extinguisher in my top box? No reason. No okay. reason. But it's just you know seemed like the thing to do. Okay. Uh, the guy who who snuck into the garage and stole the parts off the Ural too. I don't I don't know where he went, but. Uh, he went to your car and put him in the back of your car. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, he he's did. another guy. And he had no. your. He, had he clearly had a mustache on that was not fake. <laughs> he he well he might have had a, a fake. He might have had a mustache, but he still went to your car. And, uh, he, he maybe he, he stole little, something out of my car. He had your keys and unlocked your car. I heard the beeping. Mm. And then he got on the phone and that fiend and talked to your wife for a little bit. Fiend. <laughs> <laughs> he said something about bringing home chocolate. Look, I just want one round wheel, okay? <laughs> That's all I really want. I just want one of them to be round for more than a week. That's not all you took. Well, no. But... <laughs> Damn it. Let's go to mail. I mean, we already covered the important mail, which is clearly letters to me. Blah, blah, from blah, women. friggin' blah. Uh, from around the world, internationally, mm -hmm. women are writing me. Mm -hmm. So, Because uh, I'm available. Listener Fred, who sent us... Ladies. The that's oh, right. Here we go. Hi. How you doing? Do I need to leave for a minute? <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Can you leave you alone with your Sears catalog and your lunch ladies? Listen to the sound of my voice, ladies. Lunch ladies. I like peanut butter sandwiches. Long walks through the cafeteria, fried fish and chips, chicken nuggets, and those cheeseburgers that have been sitting under heat lamps for a day or two. I'm waiting for your email. <laughs> so, uh, Fred, who also sent us the, uh, the really cool venture, mm -hmm. uh, sent us a picture of what he describes as the great gazoo on a bike. Okay. Uh, see what <laughs> So, Fred's description is dig the gazoo helmet, uh, which is my new favorite word for an ill-fitting, too large, clearly not the right size for that person helmet. Uh -huh. The vinyl jacket, uh -huh. it is classy, uh -huh. cargo, shorts, cargo shorts, and adventure sandals. <laughs> oh. he, he further notes that this is seen in Canada in September. Okay. 
I'm thinking it's brisk. Yeah. I mean, this to me looks like something out of San Francisco in, say, 1973. Yeah. 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 The vinyl, the vinyl is selling it for me. So listeners, remember, if you're going to wear a brown vinyl jacket that won't really protect you, make sure you wear cargo shorts and good fitting sandals. And uh, a ping pong ball. And a giant ping pong ball helmet. <laughs> Wow. Awesome. We'll post that picture and, and wow, man. That's awesome. Uh, we got one here from Brian who sent us a, an adventure video. Yeah, so this is 15 minutes of a German, I'm assuming is the language guy, uh, riding up north in to, snow on two wheels. To the Northern Cape at wintertime. Mm -hmm. To the tune of an assortment of German heavy metal. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Two wheels, snow. I mean, okay. I ride in the snow, but like, at least I use a training wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I've ridden in the snow on two wheels and it. It's not it, any good. It ended poorly. <laughs> it's a bad, it's a bad scene. I, I chose poorly. <laughs> wow, that guy's yep. cool. He's, uh, he's, he's doing oh, his thing. What? Yep. Z I can only assume he's got studs in those tires. Yeah, I mean, is that ice? Yeah, yeah, I think that's ice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's um, he's going for it. Wow, that's cool. Okay, mm -hmm. well, this guy and, is clearly. Yep. Now he's going to have uh, cafeteria food from the mm -hmm. uh, from the lunch lunch lady. That's a nice German lunch lady. German lunch lady. <laughs> Ostem Radio, Janalem, Mindkampf. <laughs> All right, that's Caribou. pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Uh, we'll post that up too. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we got some more pictures from John. Meanwhile, in India, wow! Apparently, there were some floods <laughs> in, in Ahmedabad, India, <laughs> on Wednesday. Yeah, in September. Yeah, I don't think he's he's not riding that bike. He's He's pushing it. Well, it looks like it looks like a guy was pushing. The first picture is a guy pushing a bike, yeah. and uh, the bow wake of a bus just about swamped him. Yeah, because they're still driving the bus in you know waist deep water. That guy looks like he's riding. Mm -hmm. Another guy's riding through waist deep water, <laughs> while two other guys clean out a sewage line. Or well, they're trying to. I mean, who knows what they're doing? Lord knows what's actually. <laughs> they're reaching into the, the water. <laughs> guys up to his shoulder in the water. There, there might be a piranha in there. Who knows? Yep. Wow, he's riding through that. Here's another yep. dude. There's another dude who is probably pushing, pushing. his bike. Yeah, nice tie. Yeah, nice tie. He's on his way to work. Yep. Uh, his pants look like leather pants now because they're so soaked. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. So I guess it rained a little. That's so we got on one side of the globe. Guy riding through winter. Mm -hmm. On the other side, they're guys swimming. riding through waist deep water. Yeah, jeez, Ad adventure! I feel unhardcore. <laughs> adventure! I you know what we need to do, Todd. What's that? Buy something made of brushed aluminum. Oh my God, you're right. Adventure! Could we brush the aluminum of this microphone? Yes, we. That can. would make our show better. <laughs> adventure microphone. We'll need brushed aluminum seats to hold the lunch ladies up. What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that lunch ladies can be beautiful, too. What have you learned? I've learned that just holding all these postcards from clearly beautiful women... And not lunch ladies. Not lunch ladies? Uh, I, it makes your jokes just bounce right off. 
because mm. mm. I've got these and 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 you've got uh, you've got you got something that looks like from a lunch line. And that's how we got time for this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got time for this season, Wheel Nerds. We're gonna take a little break, get our act together, get some new guests signed up. A bit longer break than we have been taking, and get drunk. And, and this one's for real. This one's for real. This, this is time. our season break. Yep. Yep. And we're going to pass out drunk for a while. Season five will be back bigger and better. Or better. It'll be back. It'll be back for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Desirable. (laughs) safe, everyone. We'll see you next season. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.